Hi everyone, and welcome again to Bots and Brains, where we talk about building the future of work. In today's episode, we have not just one, but three guests. We have Alisa, Isa, and Gabby, conversation designers at AYA, to talk about conversation design and its role in the future of work. Welcome ladies, how have you been and how is work? It's, work is good as usual, work stays there, stays the same. It's, uh, it's kind of busy right now, since everyone, every industry, I think, is moving digital. That's why everyone is cramming for digital solutions right now. But I miss everybody, I miss everybody in the office there. <laughs> How about you guys? Been well. Um, we miss everyone at the office, and work has been really busy right now since we have a lot of clients and we have a lot of leads um, interested in our products. How about you, Gabby? Hi. Thanks for having us today. Um. Yeah, I agree. Since everybody's shifting to digital, we've been having a steady stream of projects. Um. So I think we're lucky because business is steady and stuff, but. I also having fun. Like I find that I learn something new every week. Seems like everyone is busy nowadays. Can you share with the listeners what conversation designers actually do, and what skills do you need to be a CD? Conversation designers are chatbot designers. We do the navigation, spiels, the content, and the user experience design. As a CD, I have to wear multiple hats. Aside from writing, I also have to know user experience and a bit of technical background to understand the stakeholders, the business, um, the business analyst, and the products team. Also, to add to that, as a conversation designer, you need to bridge the gap between the audience and the developer in order to create a bot that is fitted to the needs of the client. For example, uh, you need to know uh, your audience, what, uh, who's your target audience, what's your intent, what are you selling, why did you create the bot. And also, at the same time, this caters to the demands of the consumer, at the same time, the needs of the client. Yeah, I think you guys said it. Um, so conversation designer is in the title. You design conversation. Um, but I think that by creating those conversation flows for chatbots, um, we actually map and shape the quality of the user journey so that you guide them from one step to the next. So it's not just about like um, helping them make that transaction, but guiding them through it. So in that way, I think some basic CD skills would be um, copywriting, resourcefulness, and openness to learning, because you need that chameleon ability of a copywriter create like each bot persona that fits within a brand image and then you have to be able to create a bot that's able to evolve according to you know what the user needs over time right it hits the right spot most especially now that businesses are transitioning to digital platforms as you've mentioned earlier so in creating conversation design for chatbots what are the steps to build an effective conversation how do you minimize errors in a workflow and do you have guidelines or principles that you follow? First, uh, I'd like to reiterate that there is no specific steps. There is no specific uh, work style 
or writing style, we conversation designers follow. It's always your own style of work. As per how to build an effective conversation, it's always about knowing who you're talking to and knowing what you want to communicate. It's the core of communicating. So it's always important to think about what is the intent of your chatbot. Uh, if a chatbot has multiple features, what are the intent of each feature? We also create bots that are easy to understand and as intuitive as possible so that users won't get lost in the navigation. For example, uh, you want to create a bot that is, uh, what do you call this? That is foolproof. You want them to easily see that this is tappable, this is clickable, and you can input a free text. And as for minimizing errors in the workflow, it is also important to wear multiple hats. You wear the hat of the consumer to see if it is engaging and if it's intuitive. You wear the hat of a developer or in, some, or in cases, you can also ask for the devs for a second opinion. If the flow you are working on is possible, you also wear the hat of the client to see if the intent fits and if the flow or the feature fits the brand so that in the process, when you are creating your bot, it caters to everyone in the journey. Mm -hmm. In my case, uh, I usually start with a flow chart. First thing I ha I do is I create an outline where I put the client's design and then I'll be doing some revisions based on my design. Also, I have to format it in a way where it is easy to understand. Just like Easy said earlier, um, there has to be a context or intent in every chat message. And then the spills and navigation should be easy to understand. Also, um, OCDs have to make sure that the user's goal is achieved after using the chatbot. For minimizing errors, I think like the brand first so that I know its goals. And then after that, I'd have to think like a developer and CD to cater everything the project needs, the approach to the audience, the UX and the backend needs. And then while testing the bot, I'd have to think like a user to see if it is user-friendly or engaging. Yeah, I think to sum it up, um, I think it's really important to establish like the purpose and the audience of the bot or, you know, what the bot is for and who it's for. So that's something I always go back to. It's like my guiding light throughout the whole process, like drafting the persona, making the conversation, etc. And then it also helps me like ensure that the bot is consistent and it's easy to understand and of course that it's useful. Um, I also like I like to keep in mind that you should always stay one or two steps ahead of the user. So you should be proactive instead of reactive. So in this way, um, I think it's kind of good to be an overthinker when you're a CD because then you think like, um, oh, what will the user do at this point of the conversation, you know, or Am I addressing the problems that the bot promises to solve? Stuff like that. Yes, I agree. So how do you ensure that the interaction between the user and chatbot create a meaningful and human-like conversation? Can you cite an example of a conversation? Chatbots tend to sound very robotic 
and to technical. Um, RCDs uh, have to create meaningful and helpful conversations. And the first thing you have to do is to inform the user that they are talking to a chatbot and not a live agent. Uh, this will help set the expectation of the user since chatbots can't answer everything. And then for the interaction between the user and chatbot, we have to always remember to keep them engaged, to keep the users engaged, to, sh to show their name on the chat messages, to feel like it's personalized. And then we also have to provide emojis that will help supplement emotions and say human-like expressions such as, hey, thank you, that's awesome, oops, or we can also include brand catchphrases. And although users know that they are talking to a bot, it is always important to appear as if they are not. Uh, you create conversations based on how you yourself, as a human, will reply to a person inquiring to you. For example, breaking long texts into several message bubble is one practice I do. Based on experience, I can read uh, and under and understand messages better if it's in several message bubbles. It's although it looks like spamming, it's not because it's a different message in every line in every bubble. It just helps your eyes adjust better because if you break it into small messages as compared to one long chunk of message, it appears as if it's just a short message. Also, yeah. Uh, emojis also help uh, since in a chat in a chat setting one cannot see nonverbal cues it also helps to add emojis to give the user somehow a feel of what you want to express it adds a little bit of a flair and also a feeling and uh, human expression when you add emojis to a chat so as I mentioned a while ago, um, I think the best chatbot goes above and beyond just getting that job done, whether it's just a transaction or a subscription, et cetera. Um, like my favorite bots have been ones that have personality when they're talking to you, but they're not just asking you to like sign up now or something. And then, like I also mentioned a while ago, I think you humanize the interaction by being proactive. So instead of presenting the user with a dead end, after they buy something. You can always ask them, hey, is there anything else I can do for you? Or um, something as simple as error messages. So instead of giving like, oh, error 404, which the user won't understand, um, I think you should provide an explanation for the error. So for example, sorry, due to a high volume of website traffic, we couldn't process your order at this time. You can try again in a few minutes, something like that. Yeah, so I guess emojis are the key to one of the best um, or one of the successful conversations in a, in a chatbot flow. How about for industries like FMCG, telco, finance, and retail? What are the common workflows do you use? Do you use a different persona or tone in creating for each industry? Well, chatbots vary a lot in these industries. We do use different tones and persona in each one. For FMCG, tools are kind of like the ones you use in advertising. It's for the masses. It's used for brand awareness. And 
it's kind of like commercialized. For finance, uh, the user should feel safe. So we have to design the chatbot in a way that it gives assurance. Uh, we always confirm transactions and we provide summary in each uh, transa transaction they make. For retail, it's kind of tricky because we have to show all product details in a small screen. But yeah, we have to show all product details, provide summary of the transaction. And for the persona, in my own experience, we have to be brief yet kind of enthusiastic and fun to help the users be engaged. Yes, each industry has a different persona. It is important to know who you are talking to for the bot to appeal more to them. Each industry have their own set of audience, have their own way of tackling an uh, tackling a conversation with a co customer or consumer. You may want to use a formal tone for finance, while FMCG might use a more lighter tone and a warmer persona. For example, I am handling telcos. So telcos usually have two different personas, one for their postpaid consumers and one for their prepaid consumers. For postpaid consumers, it's more formal, straight to the point. It's straight in a it's straight English when we use uh when we create a feature for a postpaid flow. It's always straight in straight English, as compared to those created for prepaid. It's usually a mix. It's taglish because it's more diverse. It's it's more diverse. It's fun. It's lighter, and sometimes it's borderline salesy. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, in terms of persona, I try to tweak it for industry. So I like to think of it as if you know per brand, like if this brand were a customer service rep, how would they act? Like how would they help customers? So generally if it's telco or finance, I like to maintain um, a persona that's straightforward and professional. Then for FMCG and retail, there's more room for flair and creativity. Um, again, I think it's always important to point it back to the user. Like what kind of persona would be most helpful in getting them to where they want to be? What are the challenges faced by these industries in relation to conversation design? What did you do to correct it? Can you share your your own experience with your um, brands or clients? Uh, the usual pain points I have encountered for the past year. The first one is lack of customer service. They need help in answering questions and solving problems. And then the second one is brand awareness. For the customer service, uh, business businesses uh, need manpower to answer this piece, and it is very expensive. We help these industries to cater their repetitive tasks through chatbots, and um, we let their employees do value-adding work. And then for brand awareness, well, when we have a chatbot, it lets the user know who you are and what you do, what your products are, and your goals as a business. And then also um, a reminder that 
chatbots are not here to replace employees, but to help and accompany them in doing important work. In the case of my client, one of their challenges is that they have so many consumers that they can't cater to everybody. So what they did was to open several platforms, consumer service platforms, so that they can reach a wider variety of audience. And also to add to what Ali said, mentioned earlier, chatbots do not replace humans necessarily. They help in increasing productivity. So while bots are doing their repetitive work, humans can do other tasks such as replying to more specified inquiries, specific instructions, and those that handle private data. Yeah, I think it's true. Um, some pain points that I've seen is that when people hear um, like AI or tech, they're afraid that that tech is going to replace them. But I don't think it's true because um, bots are here to take a little load off your shoulders, not necessarily to replace you. And then in this COVID context, um, specifically, I think most industries have had to shift to an online presence, you know, just to stay alive. And then as convo designers, I think that we help make that shift easier for businesses, you know, by building bots that are easy to use and understand. Although like, when I tell people about my job, <laughs> they usually go like, oh, aren't, aren't bots dumb? And they can be. But, you know, I think as CDs, our job is to make them less dumb, which, again, you can do by um, anticipating each move of the user and then, like, avoiding presenting them with a dead end. Great. I think this is the perfect time to take the notion of people that bots would take humans jobs or that they are dumb because actually they are smart in a way in such a way that when people feed them the right information and also now that more businesses are scaling up and going digital it's really helpful that bots would take off loads from humans so do you think conversation design is a vital part of the future of work why yes as cds um I think we have helped industries in their technical operations and business aspects. Uh, we have helped in designing a platform that values time, is cost-effective, and fast. Especially now, during this pandemic, our main goal is to provide a platform online, which is accessible to anyone that can help small businesses to large enterprises to continue their operations and do their transactions on social media platforms or websites. While it is true that everything is going digital, it is still important for us to be as human as possible. And conversation design helps make that happen. Even if we are interacting with the bot or online, it is still reassuring on a consumer side to feel that they are talking to humans and that their inquiries will be answered, their orders will be catered to, and that someone will take care of them. Yeah, to add to what Isa said, um, I definitely think that uh, conversation design is a vital part for the future of work because with a user-first mindset, we help provide businesses with an online assistant that's available all the time even in the middle of a pandemic. That's really nice to hear. 
and it's assuring most especially now we're in the middle of the pandemic as you know conversation design as a job function is relatively new how can others aspire to become a conversation designer uh, you just have to be brave in facing a lot of clients and a lot of product owners and a lot of teammates because you're involved in almost all of the teams in your company. I agree with Ali. As long as you're willing to learn, willing to wear multiple hats, and can interact with both bots and humans, you can also be a conversation designer. Yeah, um, I like what you guys said about a convo designer being a creative techie that wears a lot of hats. Um, but I also think um, having this knack for research and writing also helps because that way you'll be able to keep up with whatever's happening, the current context, and then you can build new bots accordingly. Right. Thank you so much for spending time with us today, and we hope to have you here again next time. Thank you, Ali, Isa, and Gabby. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. <laughs>